Welcome to Theatre of the World. Uh, we're Man Bites God. That's a group of people that we are. I'm James. I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. And this is a podcast, which you probably know already. And what we do is we take a different subject every time and we tell stories about it and we write poems and sing songs and do written pieces. And we take that subject and we talk about it until no one wants to talk about it anymore. Today's topic is films. Lights, camera, action. Well, that's four topics. What? Which is it? I, I prepared films. I didn't. I've, go with films. I've got nothing on lights, cameras, or action. Cut. And I, I don't think I don't think Mark's had any action for a while. Security. Ouch. <laughs> Well, this has started shit house. <laughs> I uh, blame so mo- films. I think mostly I blame Chris. Yeah, yeah. I blame Chris. We're okay with that. Right, yeah. All right, good. Out of the blocks with hate. Um, so, uh, what we tend to do at the start of every podcast mm. is we throw to the thinnest member of the group, Mark Woodward, for the take segment. <laughs> <laughs> fact bombs. Fact bombs. Fact bombs. Mark's got a fact bombs. Once again. Out of the three of us, I'm the only one not in a check shirt. Yeah. Mm. Is do you guys have meetings without me? Uh, yeah. yeah. We go shopping for check shirts together. Yeah. Huh. Mm. Come oh. to the lumberjack club. Yeah. <laughs> you specialise in cutting me down. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yep. If you live in places like Adelaide or England or some of the prairie provinces in Canada, mainly Saskatchewan and Manitoba... Manitoba. Manitoba. That was a typo. (laughs) Tipo. (laughs) Tipo. I know. Mainly Saskatchewan and Manitoba. Manitoba. (laughs) And cut. (laughs) (laughs) Reset. Uh, Action. Your drinking water has likely passed through limestone deposits and (laughs) contains much higher levels of calcium and magnesium. (laughs) This means the water is hard and if you make tea with it, a film will often form on top of the tea. (laughs) Uh, Oh, God. I hope there's more. If you want to store some leftover food and keep it fresh... (laughs) You can use a thin PVC wrap known as cling film. It's another kind of film. <laughs> Cinema yep. is an aromatic spice obtained from cassia bark. <laughs> Fact bobs. Oh my god. Christ. That's um. I've, I, you know what? It's mm-hmm. interesting. I've actually. What, what were the? What were the? And I, I won't honestly make fun of it. What were the the countries and regions that you listed at the start? Uh, Adelaide. Yes. England. Yes. Prairie provinces of yes. Canada, which are like include Saskatchewan and Manitoba. I've had tea in every single one of those places. Oh my god! My god! Did it have a film on top? I don't remember. Who was starring in it? <laughs> <laughs> Michael J. Fox, I assume. <laughs> I'm just going to go straight into it. Good. Why not? 
I love movies. Yeah. I have loved movies since I was born. I learnt to talk by watching old movies because yep. I was um, one of those... Silent movies? Yes. <laughs> I was mute for the first 20 years of my life. I, I, I wouldn't sleep. I wouldn't sleep a night when I was a kid. Yeah. So um, my mother, um, in a desperate attempt not to smother me, would sit me on her knee and fall asleep in front of the old films. Because in the old days, they used to play, you know, the old black and white films at sort of 12, mm. 1 o'clock. You know, the late show, the late, late movie, they'd mm, have those. Mm, mm. And so that's how I learned to talk. That was my first probably online experience as a, as a person, you know, yeah. the, the first memories you make was watching films. I've been a film fan ever since then. And I tell you now, I don't know how many films I've seen, but still to this day, no one suspends their belief like me. Yeah. I I love I'll give a movie every chance in the world. Like I'm not that guy who sits there and goes, oh, well, I know what's going to happen here. No, oh, yes, the, the I've seen so many films and no 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 no. If I'm in a dark theater and I'm watching a movie I try and wipe wipe my mind clean. I try and I want to be shocked and astounded and stunned. I got teased by friends because I didn't guess the ending to the village and walked out thinking that it was actually pretty cool. But you know, because I was just there, I was. It's a ride. A movie's a ride, and I was just I was along for the ride. And I tell you that to tell you this. I am a movie crier. I almost <laughs> never cry in real life, but. Movies, I'm just the worst. Floods and floods and floods of tears every time I watch a film. And it started for me when I was very, very young. I, I was watching uh, Electric Dreams. Have you ever seen the movie Electric Dreams? Oh, I, I've seen it several times. It's a 1980s movie. Uh, uh, quick plot. Uh, it's about, this is pre when we knew really what computers were in the mainstream. Yeah. <laughs> but home computers were just starting to come in. Um, this guy gets a computer and then one night during an electrical storm, he spills champagne in it. <laughs> As you do, and it becomes sentient. So it's now his best friend. It's got a, it's a oh, hello, Michael. It's got kind of a, like a kit voice and it talks to him and it's his best friend. Yep. And it helps him win the love of the cello playing hot girl down the hall of his apartment building. Yes. And you go, okay, that's cool. It's, and it's a nice film for a kid to watch because, you know, it's very G-rated and cute and romantic and funny. And a little bit sci-fi. And, uh, you know, and a bit, ooh, futury. So, yep. yeah, kids love that. I'm, I must have been about, I don't know, seven or eight. I'm watching this movie. And my parents aren't there. They're, they're off doing something properly, uh, possibly having sex. <laughs> oh, the kid's watching Electric Dreams. It gives us an hour and a half. <clears throat> um, Dad, if you're listening. And um, so I watch Electric Dreams and not a tear, nothing. I just watch it. And I go, oh, that was quite a good movie. And then my mother comes in. She says, what did you watch? I said, I watched Electric Dreams. She said, oh, what's that about? And I start telling her what the movie is about. Oh, yeah, it's this, this guy. He gets a home computer. And he spills champagne on it during a lightning storm and it becomes sentient. And it talks to him. And it's his friend. And then there's a girl and she plays cello. Like, I play cello. And we're talking away. And then I get to the end of the film. I say, and then at the end of the film, the computer realizes that he's in the way of the relationship between the guy and the girl. And so he orchestrates an electrical charge to be sent through his circuitry to kill himself so that the guy and the girl can have a chance. And as I'm, as I'm recounting it 
to my mother, the full horror of that, yeah. of what that little computer has done, hits home to me and I burst into tears. I am inconsolable. My poor mother has walked into the room. She's asked her only child, what is a movie about? She's just making conversation. And he has told her in great detail. And then at the end, he is weeping and cowering in her arms because a pretend computer is dead. And I'm sure as she sort of comforted me, she was thinking, this guy, the, I, this guy needs a special test, something, <laughs> some sort of riddle and something needs to happen with this kid. But, um, but for, since then, like if something sad happens on the screen, holy shit, I will just, uh, I'll just, I'll tear up. And recently I was coming home from somewhere like the UK or something. There were two movies back to back on a plane and they were The Muppets <laughs> and uh, Searching for Sugarman. Mm. And when you think about it, those two films have the same plot. <laughs> it's identical. Um, and I was just inconsolable. I was weeping into my delicious cordon bleu and the guy next to me didn't know where to look because I was, I was just one of those, oh, God, it's so sad. And it's just – I'm always – I'm just a movie crier. I love yeah. it. Um, interestingly, the, uh, I would say I'm a movie purist. I don't cry so much in movies. But dead what inside, I, just what dead I like inside. is I, I love going to the movies. It's one of my favorite things. In fact, it would I, I, I would say it's my favorite thing. Mostly for the popcorn. Uh, for the popcorn, actually for the choc tops. Uh, uh, it's a good excuse. There is no diet that precludes a choc top at the cinema, no. as far as I'm concerned. Um, and uh, you know, I studied film. I could. I mean, we're all pretty much the same. I think we could all literally talk about film for. We probably could just do an entire podcast yeah. on it. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. a, a series of podcasts. But um, so I'm going to try and avoid doing that. Um, Oops. But um, you know, <laughs> I picked a different topic. Yeah, I studied film. Yeah, and I I always wanted to be involved in film, and I am involved. You in are film a filmmaker. Now. Yeah, I'm a filmmaker of some repute. I've I've reputed and. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, I always wanted to be a film director. Um, now you are one. Because just like bossing people around. Um, and I started making films when I was seven. And, um, and I had a kind of a, you know, I really, I really just like to, like, like James said, I like to immerse myself in, in the films. And I like to not be distracted by anything. So I hate people talking. Oh, uh, oh, I hate people worse. talking in, 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 in houses. Like, yes! Like, mm. even even cinemas, I mean, it's kind of expected. But, you know, people who just wander around and talk to you while you watch. No! 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 I won't this have is it. A, this is a precious time. People who, who put a film on and then leave a room to go and do something and don't pause the film? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What no, what? What? And then they're the people who come back and go... Oh, who's that character? Oh, they, why are they there anyway? Um, so, but to 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 emphasise uh, the the contrast of the experience of going to the movies, um, I at any point that I can, I, uh, I ever since I was a child, I've I've grasped at the opportunity to go to the movies, and um, for a period during my teen years, I would have to go to the movies with my stepbrothers, who were. Evil, not, and one day you got yeah, to go to the ball. Evil. Yeah, uh, they were they were not as into into being a purist about the movies as I was, and I would go to them. So let's say fifteen, when you're also slightly socially awkward as well. Sure. Um, and they would sing along to the music, the tunes, uh, even if they didn't know the tunes. They'd kind of 
what? badly attitude. They would literally, they would sing along to the thing. And How old were they? Walk all the way through. They were like, they were about the same age, 15, 14, 17. That's, that's weird, dude. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, and it was extremely frustrating. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that's that's not on. But <laughs> it was... Uh, it was how I had to had to enjoy films when I was younger, but then I was working at a place where I had to I had to park in in a place in Melbourne called the Jam Factory, and I had to walk through the Jam Factory to get to the to the place that I worked. And I tell you what, the number of times I would turn up at nine thirty in the morning and go, hmm, you know what? Run Lola Run is on at ten o'clock. Uh, I could go to work. Or I could just call in and say, I'm running a bit late, <laughs> just go to the movies. So that was that was always my temptation. And That's I often cool. took up that temptation. There is nothing better on this earth, nothing better than seeing a movie during the day. Yeah. Nothing better. There is Absolutely. nothing better than walking out of the complete darkness, the complete uh, immersion in a movie into sunshine. Yeah. That is the best feeling in the world. Yeah. I got hooked on that as a kid. Uh, my mother, who ignored the early warning signs that I hitherto mentioned, yeah. uh, 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 she, her, her idea was she used to work in a mall yeah. and her idea, brilliant, brilliant woman, my mother, her idea was it's a bit unsafe to leave my kid who was, I would have been I don't know, 11 or 12, um, it's a bit unsafe to leave him at home unsupervised during the school holidays when I've got to go to work. So what I'll do instead is I'll bring him to the mall where I work and he can roam free (laughs) all day while I work. I'll give him money to see any movie he wants and then he can buy a book and read it in the food court. Yep. (laughs) And some people may be thinking, well, that's a terrible life. No, not at all. That is – that's still my idea of a good time. I saw so many terrible movies as a result of that. I saw Vibes. With Cindy Lauper and oh. Jeff Goldblum. I saw Tango and Cash at the cinema. I saw Dudley Moore and Kirk Cameron in Like Father, Like Son oh. at the cinema. Wow. They were terrible movies. Didn't matter. It was just the magic of that experience. It, because there are so many things you can do in the daytime. Because everything's open in the daytime. And there's activities you can do in the daytime. There's so much more satisfaction in going oh. to a movie during the day. Because you're going, fuck you, sunlight. Yeah. Fuck yeah, you. I need you. No, I need you. Well, I, I'm going to go and sit in this dark room for the next two hours, so uh, suck it. Um, but the other, the other good thing, uh, the other good thing about take that a concept. <laughs> the other good thing about doing it during the day, uh, especially during the week, is no one there. Yeah. Oh, I love the nearly Cinema empty. Yourself, Do you know, uh, a friend of a friend of mine uh, went and saw, uh, you know, the Australian film Dead Calm? Yes. With uh, Nicole Kim and Sam Neill and Billy Zane. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, a very tense thriller, all pretty much set on a boat. I actually really love that film. Yeah, a lot of people like that film. Launched Nicole Kidman's international career. Yep. Uh, very, very intense movie. And a friend of mine, at the height of its popularity in Melbourne, went to see it and walked in, and there was no one else in the cinema but her. And watching an intense thriller in a cinema by yourself, it freaked. I thought I just remember hearing that story and just being so jealous. What an amazing feeling that must have been yeah. to see a creepy movie in a cinema by yourself. That's the dream. Yep, man. Talk to the good hands, people. You're in good hands with all state. I, I was on a I, I was on a bus in uh, in Canada. Oh. 
traveling across. Possibly the worst place to see a movie. Yes. And they, they show them. They do. Yeah. They do. They do. It's a Greyhound bus. Yeah, it's a tradition. And uh, they, they, uh, the driver I think intro I know this story. It, gave me gave us a bit of a synopsis. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. Uh, I don't, it was a movie that was. I would say to call this a made-for-television movie is being generous. Sure. One of those movies that in the old days you'd find at your video store for like you know five for ten dollars. Yeah, yeah. And it would be well, it would be like if you only owned a beta video machine. Yeah. This yeah. is would be one of yeah. the would be one of the films. Sure. Yeah. Because um, they just wanted any market they could get. Yep. Next to K9 with James Belushi. Yep. <laughs> um, I can't for the life of me remember what this film was, um, but I watched it because... What else uh, are you going to do? Because what else am I going to do? Stare out the window at the prairie? <laughs> but um, the, the driver offered the, uh, offered the synopsis of the film um, as being, a woman takes her young son to the mall and she turns around to look in a store and then she turns around and the little guy just isn't there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's a magical kid. Yeah. Uh, um, was it taken? Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, that would but, be too scary for a bus. Yeah, sure. <laughs> too uh, scary for a bus. But the, the sad thing was that um, I can't remember what this film was called uh, and I have no way of knowing how it ends because uh, we got to... <laughs> I got to, I got to no. I think, Vancouver before the film had finished. Uh, you never uh, found out. Never found out how Shit. the magical little boy returned. Left his mother and yeah. returned to his home planet. Yeah. Oh, it's a shame. It was very sad. I, um, I, I remember going to, flying to Beijing when I was about 25 mm. and um, this is back in the day when there weren't little personal... Uh, computers viewing things on the planes. It was just the screen that came down yep. and the projecty thing. Yep. And so I'm thinking, oh, it's a lot. It is a long fucking flight to Beijing. Um, I was traveling Air China. Now on paper it said Qantas, but yep. when I got to the gate, it was Air China. Coach, yeah. They did that thing where they changed planes on you, which yep. meant that the food <clears throat> was infinitely better and that the in-flight entertainment was infinitely worse. So, <laughs> Infinitely in Chinese. Infinitely in Chinese. No, well, that was the problem was uh, they showed a film that was clearly an English film mm. that had been dubbed into, I suspect, Mandarin mm. and was subtitled in French. <laughs> and that's all they showed. An English movie dubbed into Mandarin or possibly Cantonese and subtitled in French for hours and hours and hours, just movie after movie like that. And I'm just sitting there going, I can't watch this and I can't not watch it. I just, this is awful. This is the worst. This isn't a movie. This is like being shown the idea of a movie. It's a shame because if you'd you'd have seen the film before in English, you could have used it as an opportunity to learn two languages. Yes. (laughs) If I had any kind of context or my French was better, everything would have been fine, but it wasn't. Hang on. I think that guy said, listen, (laughs) I don't know what else now though. Something. Oh, he's disappeared. He's gone back to his home planet. James's list of things. Want to go sing the theme song? Oh, yep. <laughs> Fucking hell, guys. Too busy wearing plaid. Mm. James, James list of things. James list of things. James has got some things to list. Action. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that enthusiastic <laughs> rendering. Okay, so um, I think we've established that all three of us are film buffs. Yep. I'm a film buff. I know a lot about films. Here are my ten all-time favorite film quotes. Yeah. Okay. Number one. Ew, there's pulp in this fiction. (laughs) 
That's from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Number two, fuck, these motherfucking Dalmatians are everywhere. <laughs> it's from 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> Put this in your mouth. It's fun. It's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Four, we're going to need a bigger boat. It's from Titanic. <laughs> Five, all is dust. All is pity. All is suffering. It's from Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Six, back and to the left. Back and to the left. Back and to the left. It's Police Academy 6. Oh, it was Back to the Future. No, it was Directions <laughs> to the Toilet. <laughs> Seven, this is from Toy Story, this one. Where the fuck is Nemo? <laughs> Eight, I love the smell of Annie Hall in the morning. <laughs> It's from Annie Hall. And nine, that robot shot Mr. Darcy with his laser eyes. It's from Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> and finally, uh, the uh, my favourite all-time movie quotes. Uh, this one's from My Left Foot. Yeah. Who wants to buy a shoe? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. James listed this. I got, I've got a thing to talk about. Right, uh, it's called Chris's thing. Website. Let's just go into the segments now. Yeah. All right. Chris's, Chris's Website. Don't have the voice for that. Oh, magic. Um, <laughs> all right. Guess no, what? No right? second take required. Guess what? The what? internet is full of websites about film. No way. Yes, I checked it on Google and also on Yahoo and also on Bing. All of them had a lot of websites about film. There are right. other search engines. Right. What about Ask Jeeves? Yeah. Ask Jeeves? Jeeves would tell me there's more websites about film. I just know there are a lot of websites about film. The first one that I'd like to speak of... Jeeves isn't the real person. <laughs> <laughs> the first one I'd like Don't to talk speak. about him like he's your friend. <laughs> or butler. Uh, is uh, IMDb. Probably, I've heard of that one. Probably. The, the, I assume well, all three of us are on IMDb. I mean, it mm. is. We are indeed. Um, the uh, IMDb is the, the biggest film archive in the world. Mm-hmm. It's got everything. It's got all of them except for music videos and short... Uh, no, it has music videos. Does it? No. Some. Ooh. Yes, it Which, does. Well, Unless I can they t- got stories, it's meant to not have music videos. Well, I can tell you that uh, David Fincher's uh, directing credits definitely list the music videos he works on. So does oh, Spike Jones' directing credits. Because it's David Fincher. I'm just telling you that there are music videos listed on IMDb. So, um, so I mean, go there. Have a look. It has actors and it has and it has the top 100, which I like going through and checking to see whether I've seen all the top 100. The bottom 100, which are also fun to watch. Um but uh, I think my favourite part of IMDb is the discussion boards um, because oh. the discussion boards on IMDb are the beginning of trolling. That's oh. where trolls began. They had to go somewhere to complain about things about film and usually they were just stupid people who didn't really understand the film. So the discussion boards I would recommend, highly recommend, find your favourite film, go and have a look. There's a very good chance that a stupid person has written don't, something. Don't do that because it really – it makes you so angry. I do that and I, ne- I shouldn't. And it makes you yeah. so angry to do things like I'm gonna, that. I'm going to read a few to you that I've discovered. Excellent. Just a couple. Um, <coughs> one, one of these comments is for the movie Memento. 
Mm-hmm. Which, I love that movie. Which, of course, great movie. Great movie. Amazing movie. I love it. Uh, 2000, um, it's basically a story told backwards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Through, a, through a series of scenes that are, are constructed in reverse. And some people have actually made a film that is the right way around, which I don't actually say. The no, actually, uh, uh, it's a, uh, on, if you buy this special edition double disc uh, American edition of Memento, yeah. there is a series of Easter eggs. If you do the – there's an IQ test on it. Yeah. And if you do the IQ test back backwards, you can get access to a cut of the movie that is in the right order. I have that edition. Um, yeah. Did you do the um, IQ test? I did. I found the I found the I, I found the, the the Easter egg kind of key online and I, I went through and did it and it's um, it's an interesting perspective on the movie. Yeah. So this particular comment I actually screen captured a number of years ago <clears throat> and has been deleted. It's actually still in the list but it just says it says removed. Yeah. Um, but this is it. Huge plot hole by Umshi. By what? Has anyone else noticed that the man that is killed at the beginning features later on in the film? I'm not sure if they had uh, run low with the budget and needed to reuse actors, but this is a huge oversight of the director. Brilliant. Brilliant. Didn't understand anti-chronology. No, didn't understand it. It was going backwards. It's funny, though, because um, the film is essentially about a man with no short-term memory, and uh, so is that person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and my other one, my other favourite one is for a, a very popular movie from, uh, from the 80s uh, called Romancing the Stone. Love that movie. Yeah. It was a fun movie. Fun movie. It was a poor fun. man's Indiana Jones. It, it would, it, it'll do until an Indiana Jones movie comes along. <laughs> yeah. So this is from Javio recently, 2013. Oh, no. Javio says, a friend recommended this movie to me. Just want to check. Is this movie okay for men to enjoy? Mm. Or is it more of a girl's movie? Brackets. I asked because of the title. Romance. Well, it's got romance. It's got romance. Romance in a stone. Is it a date movie? Why just watch it? Just watch it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. A movie can be enjoyed by a man or a woman. <laughs> That's correct, Mark. Thank you. Speak um, it. Testify. Especially Romancing the Stone. Yes. Um, although I suspect it is slightly dated now. Um, less, as, less so Jewel of the Nile, the terrible sequel. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Danny DeVito in a turban, everybody. Buckling for <laughs> that. So uh, as, a, as a kind of a, a, a sidebar to um, – the uh, Chris's website. Sure. Um, I just Chris wanted to mention. This is serious. I love podcasts. Sorry. I love podcasts. I don't just love making a podcast. I love listening to podcasts. And most of the podcasts that I listen to, ironically, well, not really ironically. You listen ironically to. Podcasts? Yeah, I do sometimes. Um, what? You most of the. Oh, he doesn't listen to them. He uh, listens to them. Most of the podcasts that I love. Are well, why did you fucking marry them then? <laughs> About our about film, yeah. Mm. What are your like favourite film ones? Because I also love film. There I listen some, to some. There film are some content. sensible ones. The Q and A with Jeff Goldsmith is awesome. If you just like to listen to screenwriters talking about writing the film, yeah. um, it's it's cool. The yeah. VFX show is awesome if you like VFX because they tell you about all the VFX. But oh, the one that's in the title, the funny. <laughs> I think the funniest show is How Did This Get Made. Oh, I love that show. It's good. And How Did This Get Made is a podcast about terrible films presented in a very outrageous way. And I think that's the only way to talk about 
terrible films because if you talk about them seriously, obviously that's pointless. It's very well done. They're very funny people. Yeah. And I could also, as a piggyback on that, I would recommend uh, if you're a James Bond fan, yeah. the James Bonding podcast. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, those guys did a crossover episode with How Did This Get Made? It's how I knew that they existed. Yeah. But if you go back, what they do is they, they're huge James Bond fan. They get a guest and they just talk about one James Bond film per episode. Yeah. That is a pretty funny podcast, uh, and they because they they they're very knowledgeable and they love the movies, yeah. but they also understand how dated and embarrassing they are. Yeah, that's a funny podcast. Yeah, I enjoy I enjoy um, on cinema with Tim Heidecker and Greg Turkey. Yes, uh, which is graduated from a one. podcast to a web TV show. Yeah, oh, wow. um, amazing. Yeah, so that's our plugs for today. That's good. Go. Well done, plugs, plugs. Hey, I got a segment. Oh yeah, sure. Advice to young people. Ooh. Advice, advice to young people. Oi, if you don't know the theme I song, it. don't sing it. You're no better than your brothers singing along to things they don't know Why? in the movie cinema. Why can't we have an audience again? They seem to know everything. Didn't they know didn't know one. the theme song to that one. So, <laughs> a lot of young people they come up to me and they say, James, they say. I want to buy Christmas presents or birthday presents for my friends, my family, but I don't have a lot of money. I'm a young person. I'm in university. I've got a job that's just starting out. I don't have a lot of money. To them, I say this. Weird $2 Asian shops are a treasure trove of strange conversation point style gifts. Now, I remember being a young man and I remember uh, uh, going out with a lovely young lady and having no money and it was her birthday. And I just needed to give her something fun and funny. Went into one of these kind of things and for $2.50, I bought me a brown Darth Vader. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been hard to part with. It was... Poo brown, it looked like a shit dildo. And it had, I don't think it said, like, because it, all of those, um, you know, kind of Asian grocer style places, they import these illegally made toys. Yes. So there's no copyright, there's no uh, uh, ownership of it. And I think on, on the front it said it was called Star Fighters. And then just, it was clearly Darth Vader, but he was just brown. And uh, I, I bought that for $3.50 or $2.50 or something. And I gave it to the, and she loved it. And it went on the mantelpiece. But you can get, even now, even even in, even because uh, that was when I was a young man, which is a thousand years ago. But even now, I've been in those kind of shops. You can buy Batman, but he's in the Spider-Man colors. Yeah. Wow. But it, with the cow, like you, you look. It's amazing, and they they just mash things up. So yeah. like you've got there's Men in Black and the Hulk, like in the thing, and it's just <laughs> it's crazy. And if you're a movie nerd like I am, those gifts make really good gifts for movie nerds because they go, holy shit, this is a brown Darth Vader. I'm like, I know this is the rarest thing in the world mm-hmm. like literally a boy who is four made this in a sweatshop he's never seen Darth Vader he's never seen the sunlight here you go <laughs> I remember seeing a um at a, at a market the um uh, the figurines for the popular um action um hero superhero characters um spider guy yeah <laughs> and bat dude yeah bat dude yeah he's bat great dude. Yeah, I liked. Um, I believe I saw an Aquaman once, and he was referred to as Swimming Man. <laughs> so, there you go. Get out there amongst it, young people. Yeah, well, that leads that leads nicely into um, into my um, next segment. Um, 
which is which is called Mark's sequence of items. Oh. Do you remember the theme song, Chris? I do. Okay. You wrote it. No, why don't you sing it? All right, I will. Mark's sequence of items. Yeah. Mark's That's sequence a, of items. You wrote it and promised that you would sing it every week. Yeah, it's yeah. a good theme tune. Yep. <sighs> Never <laughs> listens back to them. That's so, so I, I'm a, I'm a bit of a fan of the, the films where, where, um, they have crossovers. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody Alien, loves a crossover. Alien versus, versus Predator. Predator. Yeah, yeah, Freddy versus Jason. Great. Yeah. Brilliant stuff. So I've come up with a few, uh, six to be precise. Sure. Okay, uh, that is the uh, number of four items. Right, we're ready. Of, of items. We're primed. Um, Ghost in the hot tub time machine. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> oh, one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the listeners at home, it's the look on the face. Because <laughs> I'm never sure if this funny. is this is this anything. That's what that looks saying. Yeah, it is. It is Go very on. much is this anything? <laughs> Dirty Harry dancing. <laughs> it's so weird that you've t- put the word in between. No, go on. All right. Yeah. The three amigos. <laughs> Patrick Swayze's in that one. Sure. And John Leguizamo. Yep. Yeah. Or the three amigos in the machine, which is the sequel oh, to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a that's a that's a triple mashup. It's a crossover sequel. Oh, it's yeah. impossible. Uh, I wouldn't encourage him at this point. <laughs> Gandiator. <laughs> No, no, no. Gandhi uh, didn't eat or. That's how he got India back. Uh, <laughs> From the British. That's where Ben Kingsley fights Russell Crowe. <laughs> to the death. <laughs> <laughs> the godfather of the bride. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, they would, they could, they would make that movie. Yeah, for that's sure. pretty now good. they've heard it. That's pretty good. Because Robert De Niro, he'll do anything for money now. Yeah. Don't make that movie. Yeah. And the final one is the 40-year-old virgin suicides. <laughs> Not quite as funny no. as the original Steve Carell one. <sighs> uh, hey, you know what? Yeah. This is the only time I'm ever going to be able to tell this joke in Go such on. a movie nerd forum. Uh, I wrote this joke years and years ago, and it's, it's not funny to anybody but me, but I don't care. So, you know, um, Ridley Scott, right? Yes, yep. Um, uh, uh, he made Gladiator. Yeah. It's probably one of his most success- – I know he made Alien and a bunch of other things, but he made Gladiator. Yeah. And then straight afterwards uh, they got – because that was so successful, they got him to make the Silence of the Lamb sequel, yep. which is called Hannibal. Yeah. So literally he went from Gladiator to Glad He Ate Her. Brilliant. Thanks. Good one. I Only time I'm ever going to be able to make that joke in context. I remember that joke. If you like your music sweet or prefer it with a beat tune to K-Y-T-E-K-I-T-E So, you know, trailers are an I- integral to um, the film industry. Yes. And the film industry... It's where the actors live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, and, and it's, you know, it's the sampler for movies, right? It's to say, maybe you like this story, maybe you like some of these pictures, maybe you like some of these actors. So trailers are very important. You know, and they make a big deal tool. about like uh, uh, cutting together a good trailer. Yeah, and people get excited about trailers. Yeah, I, 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 I will happily sit and just watch trailers for hours. Yeah. No, no question. I used to love that trailers came at the start of a VHS. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, they don't do it on DVD, and they certainly don't do it on streaming. They services. do it on like old DVDs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was sometimes trailers, but you know, I, I love that discovery moment where you can look at a few trailers and go, "Oh, I'm really, I will, I would like to see that movie." And on a DVD, it's good because obviously the trailers often are very similar to the film you've got. Correct. Hired, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. So it's, I was actually watching Source Six yeah. the other day again, rewatching it. I love the Source series. Yeah, and uh, and they they have just other horror movie trailers. So you're like, yeah, great, bring yeah. it on. There is um, actually a, uh, a night that they have at the um, uh, the 92nd Y in New York City mm. that they do every month, which is a VHS trailers night, and people just bring in VHS tapes and oh, just watch trailers oh, from the 80s. Oh, that which would is be amazing. amazing. 80s trailers work great. Oh, yeah. They're, they're different now. <laughs> it, is, it is very, it's very get, slick get, now. By the way, every time you say 80s trailer, here's the music I hear in my head. One that just sticks in my head is "Surf Nazis Must Die." Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a trauma picture. Yeah, starring Leroy's mother. That's not a joke. That's 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 the that's the credit. Yeah. Um, so what I thought was, because I'd originally thought maybe we should do an entire film in this podcast, given it's about film uh, and then I went that's going to be a long podcast a long time. and, and it it's also me, audio it takes me a long time yeah, to a write a script so yeah. what I've done instead of writing the script is I wrote a synopsis that I could build into a trailer so that we could have a trailer on the show and we're Jesus. all going to be a part of it what yeah that's right cool this is this my big break finally I knew there was a reason I signed up for this shit this summer in a world of lies, surrounded by people who deceive. If you've come here looking for answers, boy, you ain't gonna find them. I'm not searching for answers. I'm looking for facts. Well, you're looking at Wikipedia, son. You're gonna have to dig deeper than that. One man is on a journey. He's getting too close to the truth, General. He can't handle the truth. Wrong movie, General. I love that movie. A plan like this could get you and everyone you know killed. I'm willing to take that risk. I only care about the facts. You're one stubborn son of a bitch. That's a fact. Did I mention I love facts? A journey which will bring him closer to something truer than the truth. Facts? I'll give you a fact. You're the only man I ever loved. Not now, bunny bombshell. I'm trying to fly this aeroplane, even though I've never flown an aeroplane before. I've got to get these facts distributed before General Discontent takes control of the world with his evil propaganda campaign. No problem. Let's talk later. From the people that brought you Chris's website and James's list of things comes a new coming-of-age action thriller romantic comedy blockbuster. What's that noise? It's the general populace, General. They seem to be chanting something. Mark Woodward is dropping fact bombs. Bombs away! Yes, you ruined all my evil plans, Mark so-called Woodward. I'm certainly not done yet because there's at least three movies and a television tie-in in this franchise. <laughs> My agent will be negotiating contracts. In cinemas, never. Holy shit, Chris, that was amazing. 
<laughs> wow. Thanks. It's still uh, acting. I think it's I think it's going to be huge. I, I think it's going to be a bomb box office smash. Why is Mark the lead in this movie? <laughs> Did you hear that acting? <laughs> I guess it was pretty good acting. <laughs> hey guys, fantastic news. You know, after 30 something episodes on the air, do you know that Theatre of the World has finally got a sponsor? What? Yeah, motherfuckers. And you know what? This is going to be the first ever live ad read for a real sponsor for Theatre of the World. Mark, could you cue up some ad type music to go under me as I do this? Could I? Yeah, I see Mark. Why is Mark the lead? <laughs> It's just too much, is all I was saying. A second take. Why wasn't there a second? All right. No, it doesn't matter. Action. All right. So, here we go. <laughs> and music starts now. <clears throat> Good morning, or evening, or afternoon, depending on where you are in the world, listening to this broadcast. If you're listening to this broadcast for the first time, hello to you. If you're listening to this broadcast for the second time, hello again. If you're listening to this broadcast for the third time, the greeting that I made to the people who are listening to the broadcast for the second time equally applies to you. And this goes for people listening for the fourth time, and the fifth time, and so forth, and fifth, forever, and five ever. And that's science. (laughs) My name is James Hazeldon, and I am the newly appointed spokespuppet for That's Science Industries. This humble company achieved fame a few years ago when we successfully marketed the edible music application. A feat made even more impressive when you consider that we were not actually able to invent it or anything like it. Despite this, over one million people bought shares in the company because they thought we had invented it. We were able to escape the inevitable prosecution and indeed keep the money from this enterprise by proving in court that if enough people have faith in an idea, it must be real. (laughs) The religious and philosophical ramifications of this result were staggering. But we couldn't figure out a way to monetize it, so we lost interest and we moved on. Instead, we are bringing you the latest scientific investment opportunity from the That's Science Laboratories. At present, we have synthesized a way to physically plant tiny pieces of old computers and grow androids out of the soil like trees. We call it Robotanics. And you will too. Because there is no way you will be able to think of a better name for it than that. We have the land and a dumpster full of microchips to seed the first crop of fully functioning, free-range robots. What we don't have is your money. And that's exactly what we need. Robots that you can grow in a pot. Everyone is going to want one, whether they exist or not. Aren't they? You want them to exist, don't you? Well, you are the only ones who can make them exist. All you have to do is invest in it. Start screaming your credit card number at your podcast listing device (laughs) when you see the cute dancing robot appear on the screen. Nowadays, that is considered a fair and legal transaction. And remember, in a financial investment exchange such as this, as long as one party makes a profit, it is deemed a successful transaction. And I can guarantee that every time. Thanks for listening. Here comes the dancing robot of opportunity. Good night. I'm excited about our new sponsors, guys. That's fantastic. They they sound exciting. So I made a movie. What? And it's on the line. 
uh, online. Well, we don't take callers on this show. Yeah. Is it wet? Yeah, I didn't. I. Uh, <laughs> it's a little bit wet. Why is it on the line? <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise. Uh, it's, uh, it's a zombie kangaroo movie. It's mm-hmm. a short movie. I, I did the VFX and the editing. And, uh, hey, there's a podcast about VFX. Yeah, you should listen to it. Thanks. Uh, and it's, it's at waterboymovie.com. Right now, you can watch it. It's got a zombie kangaroo. Did I mention that? You have. I, I, I actually went to the um, one, I think the, the Melbourne premiere of yeah. this film. And uh, uh, I can say it's a fantastic movie. Well worth your time. Uh, wonderful people behind it, but a very entertaining movie, even if you think the people who made it are assholes. Mm. So <laughs> go watch it. <laughs> we, are, that? So, we are assholes. Uh, I'd like to do um, a segment. Uh, called uh, A Funny Thing Happened to Someone Else on the Way to This Podcast. Wow. (laughs) Can you uh, improv a theme for that? Yeah. A funny thing happened to someone else on the way to the podcast. To the podcast. A funny thing happened to someone else on the way to the podcast. To the podcast. Listen to the story of the funny thing that happened to someone else on the way to the podcast. (laughs) Print. Um, <laughs> so this is uh, uh, this has nothing to do with film, but it's just something that happened. I heard about it third hand. I had to tell someone. This seems like the appropriate form. <laughs> sure. A guy went to church. Right, he's a regular church going guy. Mm. He saw an old woman step forward to take the Eucharist. So it's that kind of church service. Right. Uh, and the woman had two tiny dogs with her when she stepped up to take the Eucharist. That's okay. The, you know. When she got to the altar, she placed a dead possum on it during the Eucharist of this, of this church. Right. The two little dogs, upon seeing the possum, went crazy and another man had to remove them from the church because they were disrupting the service. The woman started yelling and swearing at the man for touching her dogs. She also ran after him out of the church. The priest had to get a bucket to put the dead possum into. It was Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Uh, that was weird. That who, shit went down, who, dog. Who, who was? Why did what? they go there on the way to the podcast? I, I didn't. Is Mother's Day a religious thing? <laughs> All I just say it's all uh, it all connects uh, together. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's yeah. There you go. Anything else, chaps? No, I'm, no. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. That's suitably killed the mood. <laughs> Roll credits. Yep. It's like an art house movie. <laughs> well, um, we're about to roll the end credits for this blockbuster. So uh, until we meet again, thank you very much for listening. And the best thing you can do if you do enjoy the podcast and you'd like us to keep doing it is give us a five-star review on iTunes. Um, you can write terrible things about Chris. In fact, I encourage that. As long as the review is five stars, what it means is uh, we get to more people and we get to do more podcasts. A suggestion for a review is would have been seven stars if it wasn't for Chris. That's good. <laughs> Could everyone write that? Give us five stars. If you don't give us five stars, we're not interested. Give us five stars and then write, it would have been seven stars if not for Chris. 
<laughs> and then cite it, Chris's net. Thank you again for listening. Until next week, mate, I'm James. I'm Alan Smithy. And I'm best boy Chris. That's a wrap. <laughs> Find episodes and more at theatreoftheworld.com. And uh, and so I was sitting there in the in the in the uh, couch, going in the couch. in the couch. <laughs> you were stoned. I was wedged in the couch, and I remember you cut thinking, eye holes in it. Um, <laughs> "They won't find me here." This is man, 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 man